So we're about to have a thunderstorm roll through here in a minute. It's already starting to sprinkle. And all the frogs started chirping. But I think I missed the bulk of it to cover. Maybe you can hear a few of them in there. And I'm going to go back to the porch and maybe capture some rain audio for you guys to go with the rest of this episode that I'll record at another time this week. So the rain arrived, which is good. We haven't had a good rain in a week or so. And I came out on the back porch. The three of us were on the front porch and it gets a good, uh, through the metal roof. So it's really nice when it rains to hear that on the front porch, you get that metal roof sound, but it's not so, so bright of a noise out here on the back porch. We actually don't get to hear it as well on the inside either. You would think that you would be able to hear it, you know, like a nice cabin in the woods with rain, but um, just don't get that sound come through as well as you would think. But we need the rain. I think it might be raining the next few days on and off with some storms coming through. Maybe another front. I'm not sure what the deal is. The rain, I haven't actually looked at the forecast to see what's what's spring in the rain but here it is quite nice early evening rainstorm I'm out here on my potting bench again today. We had some rain, actually a decent amount of rain last night. It was a good soaker, uh, something we kind of needed. We haven't had anything good for a week or so. It looks like the next week has quite a bit of rain in the forecast. So that will be good and bad. Good for replenishing the groundwater, but not so good for probably making some things soggy around here. Um, a couple things to talk about today in the garden, and then some things to talk about, uh, a hike, quick hike we did on Mother's Day. I guess I can talk about that one first. So a few weekends, yeah, a few weekends ago, we went for a hike in Sam Houston National Forest, and we're just hiking along uh, a trail, and on the way back, we noticed a pipe vine. I think I may have mentioned this in one of my episodes, but I can't recall. So <laughs> bear with me. And 
Uh, it took some looking up, and we finally realized it was Texas Dutchman's Pipe, Risolokia reticulata. We found several specimens along that way. And then, I don't know, four or five days later, I posted a blog with them, and Chris, my husband, went back to look at the photos, and I was like, I think I see a flower down there. And as we were hiking out that day, we were wondering, like, what do the flowers look like, and blah, 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 blah. And, you know, after I figured out what the plant was, I really didn't have time or go back and, and look at anything else. And uh, so he started doing some digging. And sure enough, they are these tiny, tiny little flowers. The flower spike, spike comes off the base of the plant at the ground. It can be very hidden by leaf litter. And, you know, you would never know unless you were on the ground looking. So... I wanted to go back and check them out. So that's what we did for Mother's Day. And because it was, we knew where the plants were and it wasn't terribly of a pain to do, we went out and did that. And um, that was exciting. We, we moved some of the leaf litter and we, sure enough, we found we found flowers. And so I, I took a lot of pictures of those and I'll try to put a couple up on the podcast uh, page um, of the ones I took off my phone. I haven't processed the ones from my camera yet. And but the ones from my phone, I'll put them on the episode show notes for this so you can see how cool and just totally small. And, you know, if you weren't looking, you would never know they were there. And honestly, the plants themselves blend in with some other stuff growing around them. Like you just would think, oh, what's this? That's just a vine. If you weren't knowing what you were looking for. And so on the way out this time. We're like, okay, well, what pollinates these things because they're hiding in the leaf litter? And, you know, being that they're pipe vines and they have that smell sometimes and they can attract flies and, you know, different things like that. We weren't really sure, but because it was so close to the ground, we're like, well, maybe it's ants. I don't really know. So I did some quick Google search right before I came out and the Arkansas Native Plant Society had a post um, for Texas Dutchman's Pipe and Virginia Snakeweed. And... I came up with a little bit of information. So I'm going to read it to you. It says, Pollinator flies are trapped in the base of flowers by the constricted neck and inward-pointing nectar-bearing hairs until stamens mature. The stigmas mature before stamens. When stamens have matured, hairs wilt and flies leave carrying pollen to fertilize other plants. So that's kind of interesting. So they were flies. Um, I just guess they are probably some of the tiny little flies. And it's just amazing how nature can figure out where to look for flowers. And I just wonder what kind of little cues the flowers are sending out to the insects to attract them. And it's just, I don't know, it's really cool. I'd like to do a little more digging, maybe see if there's any actually scientific literature of that. Uh, and do a little bit more of that in some sort of amount of free time that I can come up with uh, between working at home and entertaining my son and all the other things I do. So, yeah, thought that was but thought that was pretty interesting. Just uh, make note if you're out exploring anywhere, just look for the odd things and and get to know get to know what's around you. So I'll switch gears to the garden here. I'm looking at the one thing that. I've been debating on my, about a, maybe a month ago, my husband mentioned wanting to cut off a low branch of our fig tree. It goes right across the, the garden path. And now that I'm looking at the tree, I feel like the tree is leaning pretty heavily than it was. And I might want to go check out some older pictures to compare 
Um, so a few years ago, he put up a big, <laughs> the mockingbirds are very noisy right now. He put up a post uh, to, to support that one limb and it's gotten lower every time. It's also shading out part of the other garden on the other side, closer to the house. And at first I was like, no, it's really lovely. And I conveniently can fit under it at, you know, five foot three. My husband keeps hitting his head. So that, I think that was his impetus on cutting that limb. And finally I told him the other day, I was like, no, I think we should cut it. It would be good to go open up some sun right there. And I, now that I'm looking at a tree, I'm kind of concerned that this tree is going to fall over sometime. Which would be really sad one day if that ever happens. Man, they are noisy. So, <laughs> didn't know I was going to have such chirpy friends today. Uh, so yeah, that's one of the big things that's going on right now that we're looking at doing. Um, something cool that happened this morning was a pond turtle came up from the pond and managed to find its way to the front yard and my son saw it and goes mom there's a tortoise in the driveway and i'm like a tortoise i was thinking maybe hopefully it was like a box turtle but it was it was a turtle from the pond i'm not sure if it was a radiger slider or like a cooter or what but um sure enough i took a couple pictures and then we let it alone and then a little while later we went to look out and see where it might have gone and it started digging a nest in the front yard so i don't know if it finished laying its clutch of eggs or not uh, we're gonna have to keep an eye on that for the next couple of weeks and see if there's any baby turtles that come out and maybe have to <laughs> usher them the right way. I don't know why mama decided to haul all the way around when my backyard has plenty of room for her to dig, but there you go. Um, so be on the lookout, at least here in Texas, turtle season is happening. Uh, look across the roadways if you happen to be out driving. I know a lot of people are probably staying home still, but if you're out driving, slow down a little bit and uh, take care. The other things going on in the garden, tomatoes are finally starting to blossom, which I'm very excited about. We've been, I've been actually happy with this cooler weather that we've had, a cooler spring. I'm hoping that because my plants just did not thrive in the seedling stage, that hopefully they're gonna thrive now that I can get fruit before it gets too hot. And I was looking at pictures from, you know, many years ago when we were doing tomatoes really well, uh, we were having fruit now. So we're definitely behind if I'm going by, you know, the ample amount of time two single people, well, not two single people, but two people without child had. Um, so we'll see, we'll see what my tomatoes do. But I'm excited about that. We have several pumpkins that are doing really well out there, starting to climb really crazily. Blackberries will be coming in very shortly. I actually sampled one that happened to be ripe today. It was very delicious. And I wish uh, I wish I had some vanilla ice cream. I may have to put that on the list for the grocery store run next time. So I have that ready for blackberries when they come into ripening here shortly. I'm just trying to stay on top of uh, really weeds right now and spend time doing that not get too mad at the deer when they come through. Thankfully they haven't, knock on wood, come through too much. I think because we've been home a lot. I'd like to keep that up. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that's some major highlights for the garden right now. I've got a lot of seedlings on my potting bench that I need to kind of tend to soon. But there's really honestly not that much 
change. I just mostly spending my time noticing things, looking at nature, learning what's flying and making notes of that. And uh, for Christmas with some like Amazon gift card money, I bought the naturalist notebook and I've been trying to keep up to date with that. I feel like I could be more wordy than the little spaces. There's like five or six lines that they give you to write in. Uh, I kind of wish there was more room, but it's really, it's a five year thing. So it's got to last for five years or else this would be this, this, this giant book. So I wish that was a little bit different, but I am trying to keep, keep notes of that there. And that's really about it. You know, my son, he's been picking up a lot of things that we've been teaching him. And so he's finally, you know, being able to say some plant names and he's talk, calling birds by their actual names instead of being like, you know, the red bird, it's actually a cardinal or you know, the blue jays instead of the bluebirds. Well, there are bluebirds, obviously, but different situation here. Um, so that's the little things we're doing right now. That's what's really going on is just going slowly and noticing and enjoying, enjoying what I have around here. So I hope everyone else is doing well. You know, feel free to leave a comment at the Garden Path Podcast on Instagram. Let me know how you're doing. I'm trying to post a little bit more frequently there again. Uh, really still wishing I could merge accounts or something. I wish. <laughs> it's just hard to kind of keep up with a couple different accounts over there. And, but yeah, I may, I post a lot at Oceanic Wilderness on Instagram as well. So you can check that out if you want to share see what I'm up to more often than what I share on the Garden Path Podcast Instagram account. Other than that, I'm blogging oceanicwilderness.com uh, fairly reg regularly, the hikes and some stuff. I'm still wrapping up things from my August and September trip to Alaska. So <laughs> that's fun to see and to kind of peer back into real life a bit. But until next week, I hope everyone uh, stay safe and healthy and enjoys their gardens or their natural spaces.